What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here with another exciting and informative episode of Origin Stories. This time, I want to do it live, acoustic, unplugged, as MTV used to say, which, uh, you know, my guest probably have never seen an unplugged version of MTV that was live. But you know what? I just want to let you know that today is MS Day in Frisco, Texas. You know what that means? That means muscular sclerosis. I, I keep, I just call it MS because I tend to mess up words. Me, me no speaky words. So, um, but I just want to say it was a walk. We had a walk. Um, it was to uh, honor people that who have come and gone and who had fought the fight of MS. And if you or your your family or anybody that is struggling with MS who's fighting the day by day, um, you know, it's a perfect opportunity to show your support even, you know, through dire times. So um, it was awesome. We got to walk around um, three miles. Well, it wasn't three miles. I quit like a quarter of a mile because I am old and decrepit. No, I'm joking. No, it's just uh, we we had a time schedule. You know, um, speaking of time schedule, I just want to let you know I have a brother, and um, he's he's a very serious person. I just found out that there's a a, a member of the Taco family I've never never heard of before. And you know what? Let's all give him a round of applause. What's up, Josh Taco? I can't really say how much with the part of the family, but I'll, I'll take it. I got, I got some names, you know. I got, you know, that works. That works. Yes. And you know what? I've been called other names, so but Tacos, you know, it's a, it's a good name. It's tacos a good legacy. Good. It's a legacy because nobody can look at a taco and be mad at it. These are facts. Yes. And if you go, hey. I know you're upset, but I made street tacos. You know what happens? That frown turns upside down. This is so true. And you know what? Me and me, uh, me and Josh, man, I am not speaking proper English on this uh, here. I guess I'm nervous because Liberty's here. No. Uh, just uh, letting you know that uh, Josh and I, we also have something in common. Our names start with J. Oh, yes. That is true. My name is Josh. Isn't that cool how I can just stop the audience? Starts just with like, J-O. No. <laughs> J-O. All right. Hey. Oops. Wrong button. Anyways, I uh, just want to let you know that MS is uh, just go to your local MS um, foundation and the walks are phenomenal. You get to meet people, hear stories and, and all that good stuff. So just support, help out, and what little helps and what support goes a long way, you know, because that's what God wants us to do is wants us to be together as a family and not torn apart as the enemy always tries to do. So, but uh, what I have today is a singer, songwriter, a lady that just uh, radiates with personality Okay, she's shaking her head. She she's not. Uh, she's agreeing. I have to, I have to describe it because she's not really uh, uh, talking right now. But um, I just want to say, the first time I heard her, I felt um, her music was very soothing and very heartfelt. Uh, it was like I was 
just sitting in in a room with her just playing to me through God's word. So um what I what I really appreciate is is this young woman wrote all her stuff except for the stuff that she stole from Josh. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that later. The the silent guy here. I I brought him in for comedy relief and I'm the only one doing all the comedy. Okay, look. I'm I can be funny but not on demand. I mean, you you're, you're like just asking me to do tricks on the spot. Like I like I'm like, There we go. It's okay. It's all right. You know what? Come his on, humor, you're uh -huh. His humor was so dry that the angels <laughs> had to come in. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the the one thing that um I appreciate is is good humor. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's not potty mouth humor. This is really just fun, happy talking to the kids with my gray hair. No, I think I got gray hair. <laughs> Anyways, but uh I just wanna give um just give a shout out, you know. Uh if you if you haven't heard her, uh you should listen to it. And when you have a couple you have an open mic before you move back to yeah, I do. Okay. So April twenty fifth, I think. Okay, April twenty fifth, which is next Saturday. Sunday? Monday? I think it's two Saturdays from now. Possibly. Oh well there is an open mic next Saturday. I don't know if the week after that too. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, it's it's one of those Saturdays. But uh, it's April twenty fifth. So if you haven't had a her had had a chance to listen to her, go to the open mic and we'll give all that information uh later on but anyways enough about me because i love hearing myself talk let's give a, a round of applause for my guest liberty joy <laughs> now now calm down calm down calm down <laughs> there you go there i hey liberty how are you doing hi i'm doing really good today just really good really good amazing Okay, she yes. she she's amazing. Everybody, everybody, write that down. Amazing. That is the word of the day. If you hear the word of the day, amazing, then you can buy one shirt of the Johnny Tacos origin stories and get one half off. One shirt, one half off. So you get one to give to you, and then give one to Liberty because she would look cool in the Johnny Taco shirt. Wow, what a deal! Thank See? you. Awesome. So tell tell us a little something about yourself, um, like like your youth. Uh, where are you from? Youth. Um, I'm originally from Denver, Colorado, in a city called Thornton. And um, I have four older siblings. And I was born and raised in the Baptist church. Um, I played soccer growing up, so that's something. Um, yeah. I came to the Lord at a very young age. When I was five years old, I accepted Christ. And when I was eight years old, I got baptized um, and I knew God was like kind of always chasing after me my whole life, but I just, I felt like a piece of the puzzle was kind of missing. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit of my testimony, not all of it. <laughs> well, you know what this, uh, this hour of power is for you. So if you need to elaborate on anything, uh, then, then by all means, you know, you're. God had made you and knows every hair on your head. So your story is precious to anybody. There's testimonies to that. Your testimony can actually help someone that's out there that's struggling with, with their own identity, yeah. their own 
way of life, the way things are going. So, uh, let's, let's go back. Um, when, when you were, um, you said you gave your life Christ very early in life, right? Yeah. So your whole family is all Baptist. Yes. In yeah. Colorado. All Christians That's in weird. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't really hear too much, uh, from Colorado on the, uh, Baptist side. Uh, but that's awesome. That's awesome. And, um, are all your, all your siblings, um, musically not, I was going to say challenged. Musically inclined. <laughs> inclined yeah. Are they challenged? Like me, I, I'm musically challenged. I yeah, think Josh is I mean, too, right? I don't, uh, I don't know. What do you think? I'm just, I'm just trying to get Josh to talk. He's, He's the quiet man. You got to worry about the quiet people. I'm, 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 hey, look, right now we're here for liberty, so I'm just, I'm just here to like. <laughs> okay. You know, all right. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. So, uh, so everybody was. So all of my siblings, um, yeah, they're musically inclined. We all learned piano when we were very young. I started learning piano when I was six years old and guitar when I was ten years old. Um, yeah, all of my siblings, we all had the same piano teacher growing up, and. We're all musically inclined, um, but only like me and one other of my sisters actually stuck through with the music. The other ones just kind of fell away and walked away from it, even though they're incredibly gifted. Yeah. You know, some people, uh, they'll fall into their gift later on. You know, it's just, it was just lucky that you had a chance to to do it at a young age because, um, being uh, having an instrument at your disposal to to learn and to become part of is is a huge growth in in yeah. in your life. So um, learning that um, were your parents? Did your parents uh, encourage you to keep going with the piano oh, or yeah. keep going with the guitar? My parents are incredibly supportive and amazing in everything that we did. And, um, and they always encourage us. To what's your parents' names? Uh, Michael and Shirley Magnuson. Hey, if y'all are listening, y'all did a great job encouraging her because her <laughs> music is awesome. And I don't usually say that to a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of youth coming up because um, I just I hear everything all at once. But when when I first heard you play the piano and you were singing. Um, it just, it, it was like a breath of fresh air. I just, I'm not trying to Amen. massage your ego because we don't need egos here. We're all family. All glory to the Lord. <laughs> yes. She is a sister, a uh, new sister to me. So I'm oh. pretty excited to talk to her. So growing, to um, to oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> uh, but um, going, going through your life, uh, you said you had a, a time in your life was that in your teens because i know a lot of people you probably had in your teens you you had a uh, a time of un- uncertainty yeah uncertainty um about christ like around the time when i was 13 to 14 years old that was kind of the time when i was just kind of falling away from my faith um at the time my family was more on the legalistic and religious side of things rather than the relationship with jesus and so um my thought process would always be well i don't know how to follow jesus because my church didn't do a very good job on discipling us they just um made converts and so um basically 
around that time, I just had that question within me. It was like a piece of the puzzle was just kind of missing. And I wasn't really sure what it was. And at the time I was struggling with like a lot of loneliness and a lot of depression. Um, When I was 11 years old, I fell into pornography through um, just curiosity, pure curiosity, because I was very sheltered growing up (laughs) and just wanted to discover things on my own. Um, and that just kind of brought me down a dark trail, you know, growing up, I was very, um, happy go lucky. I even had like friendship rocks with the neighbor's grandparents. (laughs) Friendship rocks. Okay. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get more of the story of friendship rocks. Here, have a uh, pebble. That's how much of a friend you mean to me. <laughs> well, it, w- it was a very special rock because it was, like, really smooth, and it just looked shiny, and it was just really nice. Um, but, yeah, it was always very friendly. Like, I would go up to random kids at the park and be like, hi, my name's Liberty. What's your name? Cool. Do you want to be friends? And that was just the kind of person I was. Um, and then somewhere along the line, somebody had – one of my closest friends had broken my trust, and um, – From then on, I just kind of had trust issues with people, and that just brought me to, like, kind of shell up by myself and just push everybody away. Like, I always knew that God was there, but I never really, like, reached out or had a relationship with him. Like, he was always talking to me, but I felt like I was always ignoring him. Yeah. Um, And and I I understand that because we've all been down through a dark path. Um, Yeah. I had issues with alcohol because— it was a generational sin. You know, my, my mother, my, my father, everybody drank. So when in Rome, you, you start drinking, but, um, but going through like pornography and all that, it's because you were missing something, right? You were going through a life where you, you, you got your, you got your trust broken. Yeah. You know, it hurt you deeply and you wanted to shell off from everything, but you wanted something to fill that life. And you know, anything that the enemy gives to you, it's going to feel like it's the, it's the biggest thing in the world to do. You know, it's like awesome. You know, it's sneaky. It's, it's, you know, I can't let my parents know, but it's so exciting, (laughs) you know, and, and to a kid that's, that's, that's like, that's like candy. That's, 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 uh, people, uh, kids just want to do something that, that they know they're going to get in trouble for, but you know, they want to see how long they do it. And, um, you know, I understand, you know, that, that you went through it. You had that, that time, that season. Yeah. And, um, it, it made you to a point where you're so recluse, right? You weren't that happy, uh, friend rock giving person. You were just, uh, I was very closed off. I was a really mean person. Um, as I got older, like the more that I see what I was searching for through that was just true love because um, I didn't really know love. Like, I knew God, and I knew he loved me, but I never really understood the concept of, like, what is love? And um, I had always been told, like, physically, that's love. But I never really understood true love in and of itself. And so going through all of that loneliness and depression and um, being addicted to pornography and masturbation, I just kind of closed myself off from the world. I felt really ashamed. I couldn't really be myself around anybody. I didn't know who I was. I was in that awkward stage of life where I was like, who am I? What am I doing here? You know? Yeah, definitely. Just a lot of unanswered questions. So um, with with that, you know, with looking for love and did you learn like this was like love from watching movies or, 
or from just uh, overhearing people or, or talking because being a kid, you, you absorb so much, you know, you, you say, okay, well that's love because, um, I thought love was when I was, my mom married five, six times. So I thought love was just at a season then you break up and then you go and remarry, which yeah. we know is not true because God, God has a specific person in your life that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And, uh, so, so going through that, um, with, with your parents, because, uh, and Baptist, you said it was more legal legalism than, um, than relation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's Baptist really Yeah, pretty it, much. sit up, uh, stand up, him, sit down, listen, yeah. stand up, him, sit down. It's, uh, it, and people don't understand is you can do all the laws you want. You can follow all the rules, but if you don't have that relationship, then you're, you're still, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point? You're yeah. just following rules. It, it's the prodigal son. You know, you had, yeah. you had the, the, the other brother that did everything, uh, you know, according to what his father was, the other father, the other son went out and just gallivanted, squandered, squandered the, money. the money. Yeah. yeah. We all know about swandering money because I, I, you know, I bought a <laughs> podcast equipment on faith. <laughs> so, but, uh, but when he came back, he was dressed in the finest clothes. He was given the fattest calf to eat, you know, to, to rejoice and all that. But the, the other son was like, Hey, I did everything it did. But what it is was the rejoicing yeah, and, and the feeling that come back. So, uh, when you were in that dark space, uh, what gave you the moment to say, hey, this was wrong. This is not my life. This is not what God has given me. The moment when I truly realized relationship with Jesus and when I was at my most broken moment was when I was actually um, 17 years old. So it wasn't until years and years later that I was able to I guess, be freed from that depression and loneliness because my entire like preteen through teen life, I was just constantly rejected by people that now that as I'm older, I see that it was really just the Lord's protection from wrong relationships. But at that time, like with the understanding I had, it was just rejection from people. Um, but yeah, when I was 17 years old, um, my sister started going to this school called Lifestyle Christianity University. And um, shortly before she had encountered Jesus for like the first time, like she was raised the same way I was, but we had never really encountered the Lord in that way. And she started going to this school and started learning about Holy Spirit and relationship with God. And she brought it back to us around Christmas time of um, 2020. Yeah, 2020. And uh, she started tongue talk and she started like doing all the crazy Christian stuff. And um, there was just something different about it, like something so desirable about it. Like I always knew that there was more to life. I just didn't know what there was. But like my heart and my soul were searching for it. And so um, I visited her here in Fort Worth, Texas, actually, um, to visit the school. 
and um, Todd White was speaking at the school one day, and he was talking about, like, relationship with Jesus. I had no idea about relationship with Jesus. I didn't even know that I could have a relationship with God. And so just hearing that, like, completely set me free from all of it. Um, And I remember after encountering Holy Spirit, like, everything just kind of changed from then. I remember going home and, like, finally facing things that were in my heart for a really long time that I couldn't quite admit, like the way that I would just push people away. Um, And I would tell God that I love him, but I realized I didn't really actually mean it. And so one day I went to the Lord and I told him, God, I don't love you because I don't know how to love. I don't know what love is and I don't know how to receive it. Like you say, you love me, so teach me what love is. And he just took me through that entire journey. And through that, like my entire life was transformed. And um, at the time I was not really struggling with pornography, but I think masturbation was the biggest one because I was still receiving all of that like rejection and pushback from people. I didn't really have friends and I was just very lonely all the time. And I feel like that just kind of helps me feel helped me fill a gap for a little while but you know the things of this world they pass away and only his word and his love last forever and I guess I just fell so in love with Jesus that I fell out of love with my addiction and from then on he just set me completely free from that and left me clean like I think I'm going on two years now amen amen praise the lord I am so proud of you you know uh, it takes a lot to get to to break the chains of an, of addiction, and but people tend to think they can do it by themselves. You know, they yeah. they they go, well, you know, I don't need Jesus. I did it myself. I can get out of it. You know, how many people have said, well, uh, I did it myself. You know, I got into this debt. I can get out of it and actually get out of debt without right. help. You know. Yeah. Um. It's like saying, I dug this hole for myself. I'll get out of it, but you just dig it deeper. <laughs> yeah. You're like, if, if I add more dirt to the top, I can reach up. <laughs> yeah. So it, And it's awesome. It's awesome that uh, that you found Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, it, w- it was at the right time. It was at yeah. the time he had orchestrated. It, it was. And, and that's what we need. We need more. We need more churches to teach the relationship. Yes, it's good to learn the laws. It's good to learn the fundamentals. But if you don't teach a relationship, you can't keep a per- you can't keep people in the church if they, if they don't really feel the relationship. Because the first bad thing that happens, they're gonna go. Well, I can't. No, Jesus weren't, weren't wasn't there for me. Where where was he? You know, yeah. he didn't help me when um, uh, you know, a miscarriage, or he didn't help me when um when I, my house burned down or stuff like that. So, but they, they, they just said, well, you know, maybe because this law, this law, but no, if you have a relationship with Jesus, then you know, Hey, this is just a cornerstone. This is what's going to make me stronger and what's going to make me more of a viable person for, for uh, kingdom building. Yeah. So, um, but you're so young and, but yet so intelligent. Um, I am so glad that Jesus has blessed you at an early age. It took it took him thirty years to get to me, so <laughs> I, I understand all that. Um, but going going uh, forward, you started writing music. Um, let's go into your music. Um, we heard your testimony, 
let's go into the music. Uh, when did you start writing music? Did you start like after you got saved or did you write some stuff before you were? So um, I've been a singer songwriter since I was seven years old. <laughs> I yeah. started writing songs when I was seven. Um, even though I didn't really like grasp relationship with the Lord, like I, I wrote songs about God um, pretty much my whole life, even though I didn't fully understand it, like something deep within me just knew. Um, when I was seven years old, I remember reading in the Bible about like, was it King Solomon, the wisest man alive? Yeah. How the Bible is like, if you um, ask for wisdom, that's the greatest gift you could ever have. And like seven-year-old me was like, I want an awesome gift. So I asked <laughs> the Lord for wisdom when I was seven and I prayed that prayer. And now that I'm older, I see that he gave it to me. Um, yeah. And you, I didn't really realize it yeah, <laughs> until you gotta, later on. Sometimes you got to be but, careful what you pray for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it was a good thing though. Yeah, I was like, I prayed for a million dollars. Okay, well, you're 46. You should have already hit million by now. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, writing your music, um, yeah. you you have a couple of songs for us to hear today. Yes. Um, when you when you write music, do you just go into your own personal space and just pray about it, and then just write it down, or uh, does it just come to you? Because I've talk to artists that it just comes to them or that they actually had to pray and just wait for God's hand to write on the paper? Honestly, it really just depended. I would always just write what was on my heart, whatever I was feeling. So um, I guess I would go into my own uh, secret place, if you would call it that. But um, in our house, we had our piano just like in the great grand open area. So it wasn't super private, but I would play um, just chords on the piano and just kind of like just start singing something. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess from then on, I just kind of started jotting down lyrics and songs just came to me. So I guess it is just kind of a, it comes to me. But there are other times when Holy Spirit will download certain songs to me that I write. And one thing I always love to um, keep in mind that the Lord revealed to me is that Every song ever written, the Lord wrote before me. He just chose me to be the vessel to write that song. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And uh, what's the first song that we're going to hear today? The first song um, is a song called Let Your Will Be Done. And this was shortly after um, I started realizing relationship with Jesus and building relationship with God. And um, it was just at that point in my life where I was at surrender just wanting the Lord to flood my life and to look more like Jesus and so let the Lord's will be done in my life <laughs> all right so we'll be back here in a few minutes uh so she can play that song that um that really just uh opened up her life to having that relationship but before that we'll, we'll get to bible break with him barks for God you know, old Henry Barksdale, he loves to talk about the Bible and we love to listen to it. So here it goes. We'll talk to you soon. So to praise for the rest of my days. I'm Bible reading and believing in my Savior's bleeding. He shed his blood for Yo, fam, God bless. It's your boy, Hen Barks for God, here with another Bible break. So today we're doing a little bit different. We're discussing pursuing your gifts and talents. So I've got some scripture to share with you today. So sit back and relax and let this Bible break bless you. 
So the first scripture we'll discuss is 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. As faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So the next scripture we'll discuss is Romans 12, 6 through 8. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Yes and amen. The next scripture here is 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. So this brings to mind a couple of Bible stories. I'll first mention Daniel. In the book of Daniel, he has the gift of dream interpretation. He uses this gift, most importantly, through listening and obedience to God. And in the end, not one but two Babylonian kings, both Nebuchadnezzar and King Darius, end up giving glory to the God of the Hebrews. I'll also mention Esther in the book of Esther. Now her gift in this case was her influence. Through Christ, through God, we have the ability to influence people to a end that glorifies God. Through Esther, the Hebrews were saved from slaughter. Just another example of using what God gave you, whether it be a specific gift or talent. So Proverbs 18.16 says this, A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. Yes, it does. So I'll jump to James 1.17. Every good gift and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of course, we can't talk about gifts and talents without discussing the parable of the talents. This is from Matthew 25, 14. Jesus, as usual, is giving us a lesson through a parable. He says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability, and immediately went on a journey. It goes on to discuss how the one who had received five talents went and traded them and made more talents. And the one who received two also gained two more. But the one who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. So when the Lord came back, he was happy to see that his first two servants had made something from the talents that he had given him. But when the one who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I hid your talent in the ground. This is verse 24. And in verse 26, he calls him a wicked and lazy servant and tells him, you ought to have deposited my money. So at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. So he took the talent from him and gave it to him who had 10 talents. 
Verse 29 then says, for to everyone who has more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So just another way of saying, if you have something, you've got to use it for the glory of God, for the furtherment of the kingdom. And as scripture says, faithful outworks is dead. And if the only work that we do is bringing the kingdom glory, that is enough. That's it for today, fam. God loves you. God bless you. We'll talk soon. And don't forget, use your gifts, use your talents. Shalom. Back to the Johnny Taco Show Origin Stories Unplugged. All right, we are back and we have Miss Liberty Joy and let your will be done. Take a breath It's a breath from your lungs Never I say a word Let it be from your love Never I seek the truth It leads me right back to you Author of my story for
So that song uh, seems so dear and near to you. And you, to me, you sound like Lacey from Flyleaf a little bit. Can, when <laughs> she gotten, does anything, yeah, I've gotten that before. Yeah, and, and I, I knew, I know, well, not like in a friendship. We're not buddies all the time. But I, yeah. I used to know her when she lived in Arlington. Nice. So. Uh, and, and it's pretty awesome that she's back with Flyleaf. And, and, you know, if she ever leaves, you know, we'll just drop your name in the bucket, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that was an awesome song. You know, I was, uh, I was really moved by it. And, and it just shows, it shows how talented you are. So, you know, uh, even Josh, I think he was getting lost in the words. Yeah, you know, I mean, just letting God kind of just wash over me, you know, just kind of like it's 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 nice. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of jealous of your lyrics sometimes because I like listening to some of your lines. I'm like, wow, like that's that's pretty good. Because sometimes we'll be sitting there, we just like make some like just improv improving. I'm like, this girl just goes, and I'm like, I'm like, I like I start off with like a little like short thing, and then she takes it, and then she starts like playing it, and then like five minutes later, I'm like, wait, that's not even on here. Like, where did where did you come up with that? Like that that was that was good. So, so where did y'all meet at? Did y'all meet at church or? We met at um, DFW Christian Open Mic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. Randy Tyler. Yeah. Yes. He so. came, uh, Josh came on the, the first night I performed, actually. He, yeah. he was just kind of like in the background a little bit yeah, hidden. I, and I met like, him at the very end of it. It wasn't creepy, was it? No, no not I, really. He was in the background. <laughs> maybe a little bit. No, no just it was kidding. more like I just moved out here. I was like here for maybe like a week or two before I moved, and then like I was like, well, I need something to do. I don't really have a church yet. I don't know anybody. Like literally just by myself. So I was like, okay. So I was like, because I knew about this because back up north when I was playing with some people, like I was looking at different open mics and thinking that his was like online, and I was like, okay, well maybe maybe we could try this. And then I was like, okay. So I did like an hour drive out there. I was like, bro. Uh, that it's it's been something but uh anyway so i get there you know i walk in i'm like i didn't bring anything because i wasn't really expecting to play because usually i would just pick some random singer and just start playing but then like felt kind of nervous because it was like a completely new area and then i was like hey randy uh, i was talking to the guy and i was just like you know have somebody just do something random so we went up there and like i'm like trying to play i'm not really sure i sound like trash because like, <laughs> like literally i'm like sitting here i can't even hear myself 
that time we were playing, like, I, I couldn't hear anything, so I couldn't even follow him. Because I, I told him, like, I'm a jazz musician. So he was like, all right, don't worry, all this and that. So he goes up on stage, like, so I got a special treat for you tonight. And he's, I'm like, oh, boy. He's like, I got a jazz singer all the way from up north. Jazz and I'm like, singer. <laughs> and I'm, like, singing, I'm, like, sitting here, like, oh, boy. He's, he's throwing some, something big out there. I'm like, okay. So I get up on stage, and I'm like, I wasn't really nervous because I played with the random people, and I'm like, I'm okay with it. But I got up there, and I couldn't hear him. I couldn't, I didn't really know the song he was doing. I don't really know his style. So, like, I'm trying to play, but then, like, I'm just, like, I'm, like, trying to get his, like, timing and trying to figure out what he's doing, but I can't quite figure it out because it's, like, oh I can't gosh. hear me. I can barely hear him because like, <laughs> the bass amp is, like, behind us, like, off to the side. So I can't really, like, gauge what's going on. The other amp's facing away. And, like, I'm surprised anyone, at, at, like, because, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, like, Afterwards, like I'm surprised they never even talked to her because I, I thought she was probably thinking like, "Oh, this kid doesn't know how to play." Everyone who's there, like all these people who performed, I'm like, "This kid's just like some noob who just picked up guitar like last week." Like, maybe she thought you were a Make a Wish Foundation. She felt sorry <laughs> for you. <laughs> she, oh, look at the poor guy. Oh, I'm gonna yay. be honest. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. It, it I didn't even know he was at the open mic until the very end yeah. when everybody was leaving. <laughs> so oh man! I didn't even notice oh. him on stage. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it was that bad. That was oh sad. That, that that was <sighs> Josh, Josh, Josh. <laughs> if you're gonna be the taco family, you gotta have more pizzazz. No, you gotta be standing that. out before you even start. It, you, no, be, it stands out now. Well, it was oh, just because okay. like that first night, I didn't really know what to expect because I was kind of hoping there would be like somebody who was there just like open just to play, but then like. I don't know. It was because you know I like literally just moved out, so it's like it's a very big culture shock coming from here. Test in the waters. Yeah, so I was just kind of like, okay, I didn't really know what to expect, especially coming in because different open mics, you know, like you got different venues, they have different rules of how they do things, and I was like, you know, I was just, I was just there, you know, I, I had to have something to do, so I was like, I'm gonna be in a Christian <laughs> fellowship anyway, so I was like, you know. And uh, well, I listened to y'all both uh, play together in the Grand Prairie, but it, it just it seemed like y'all were already a, a peace band. To me, and then you had the little drummer girl from Florida. Well, yeah. actually, that's my best friend Corbin. She was just visiting for the weekend. She was originally just gonna watch the show, yeah. but then we needed a drummer. Well, what <laughs> happened was like we were, we were sitting there, and she was like, "Oh, she mentioned at one point because we were hanging out, we were like practicing for the show, and she just mentioned like, oh yeah, I play drums.' I'm like, oh, you do? I was like, all right, so you're gonna play with us.' And I just kind of we just kind of threw her up See, there, and then like I knew she played the drums, but. I didn't tell Josh because honestly, I forgot. Yeah, she was too <laughs> so. busy just having fun with her best friend. I'm just over here like, oh, we got a show. Yes. So, so it it became a, a really great friendship, right? Yeah. Um, meeting up with Josh, you know, it was just God saying, hey, you know what? Um, these are two awesome people. They need to play some music together. Yeah. And when I when I heard it, I was like. Yeah, yeah, they've been they've been around together playing forever, and then you're like, nah, I Maybe just came back. <laughs> I came back from the cold north to the south, and it's for the heat. Yeah, yeah. I think we only yeah. played like what, like we played a handful of times. Yeah, a handful of times together. The funny part about the nickname Josh Taco oh. is that on that first night, I remember like in the middle of it, I was just kind of. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Lord, I really want tacos tonight, but I don't want to pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> and so we met afterwards and and randy's just like hey a anybody up for tacos and i was like lord you heard my prayer and so i walked over and randy's like oh i'm not going but you want to go with this guy <laughs> wow and so our friendship was formed over taco bell <laughs> yeah. let the bell combine us <laughs> you know it, it's like 
And, and just to let y'all know, she really tried to get free tacos here. That's the only reason why she's here. I'll play music <laughs> for tacos. Tacos. I talk over there like Midwestern tacos. I mean, tacos are pretty fire, so. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you got two tacos here. Donations to Liberty. Tacos accepted. <laughs> Hey, uh, and you can uh, send that to the Johnny Taco Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I accept all donations on behalf of budget. Liberty. <laughs> uh, we live on uh, three soft tacos a day budget here at the Johnny Taco Show. So what, uh, What you have another song, and what I is it? I do. So um, this one I'm actually dedicating to my mom. Um, it's... A song that I wrote when I was 11 years old, and um, at that time in my life, I was dealing with um, all of that rejection and loneliness and insecurities, and so the Lord put on my heart a song that's like, well, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, you're beautiful, and so um, this song is called Beautiful, and it's literally my mom's favorite song that I've written. <laughs> so, and you literally wrote it down when you were 11 years old. yeah. Yeah, I was playing around with new chords, and I had never started a song um, with the, the D chord <laughs> yet. <laughs> and so I started playing the chords, and my mom's like, that's it. That's the one. Use that one. <laughs> and so I did, um, and I got to perform it a couple of times, and, um, yeah, just got to see the Lord move through that, even at a young age. And so I want to play it for you guys and hope that whoever's listening, like this can encourage you. Just know that you are so loved and that God sees you as beautiful, even when sometimes you don't see yourself that way. All right. Well, you heard it from her. Here's Liberty Joy and Beautiful. Taking a deep breath, don't know where to go. Taking a different route on my way to life. Mm-hmm. Better hope I got it right. You have a destiny. You have a reason to live. Gotta find a way. Gotta find a path. There's so many choices in life to make Gotta be the light Even in the dark You'll shine brighter than a shooting star Than a shooting star You are beautiful, beautiful like gold You're worth more than all the diamonds in the world You are beautiful, beautiful like gold You're worth more than all No matter who I am, I know that I am loved. Oh, and that's just enough. No matter the circumstances, mm-hmm. it's always salvation. Gotta find a way. So many choices in life to make. Be the light, even in the dark. You'll shine. 
than a shooting star than a shooting star you are beautiful beautiful like gold you're worth more than all the diamonds in the world you are beautiful beautiful like gold you're worth more than all the diamonds in the As you could hear, she loves you, Mama. <laughs> and you know what? We all love our mamas. Yes. And uh, can I dedicate that to my mom too? Because she had uh, recently had a stroke, and um, you know, if, if I can dedicate that song to her too, that that would be awesome. She, Absolutely. Yeah she she is an awesome woman, and uh, and I can already tell your mom is an awesome woman. So, hi, Liberty's mom. That was dedicated to you, but I'm still in it for my mama, too. <laughs> it's for everybody's mama. What you say about Amen. my mama? Anyways, so uh, what is your your musical uh, influences? Who, who did you listen to back then in the uh, good old days? I listened to a lot of K-Love Radio. <laughs> Always on the car. It was either K-Love or... Um, politics wow. <laughs> yeah but my main influence was really my older sister Mara um she was the first one to get into all of the songwriting and um my brother was the first one to learn like electric guitar but my sister Mara learned acoustic guitar and she started writing songs from her heart and like just seeing her and just seeing that like really lit a fire in my soul and I was just like I want to be just like big sissy and like it, yeah, it just made me so happy to see her so free and so alive, just playing that instrument and singing her heart out. Yeah, because uh, being able to play acoustic guitar is so much more complicated than actually getting into a electric guitar. Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just a couple of power chords, and you got like five Emmy songs of, no, in metal, sure. but. You do you do one uh, from acoustic version. You have to make it talk. A little Easter egg. The reason why I started playing guitar. Um, one day I was watching an episode of Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> and um, in the episode, the little brother like he suddenly got this idea. He wanted to get an electric guitar and start a band, and like I don't know what it was, but like just seeing him play that guitar so horribly. <laughs> just having so much fun I was like I want to play guitar and so I asked my parents I was like I want to start playing guitar and so they dug out my brother's old electric guitar and um, I just sat in our basement for hours just trying to teach myself how to play guitar but the funniest part was the guitar was out of tune like it was out of tune for a couple years <laughs> And I didn't know how to tune it. And when my sister tried to tune it, it broke one of the string, like the A string, one of the most important ones. Yeah. Then, then you can't, you can't play 3000 songs without yeah. the A string, you know? And then for my 10th birthday, my parents got me my first guitar and that, yeah, that journey. 
just want to let you know, she talks so soft in the interview, but then when she, she plays, she's like 50 feet away from the microphone and just sounds like you're like real close to the <laughs> microphone. It, it, you could tell the, the passion that you have for your, your music. And that, that right there is the true musician is the passion they have for their own music. And uh, Josh has passion. Yeah, I, I, I can see it. You can see it. You can't yeah, feel it. I, I can't feel it yet. Maybe I can do an interview with you on your music. Passion for tacos and passion for Jesus. Yeah, we could call it <laughs> Talking Taco Tuesdays with the Taco <laughs> Brothers. Yes, I love that. Try oh to say God. that five times fast, big boy. Anyways, so um, you have one more song in here. We're getting closer to the end of the show, but before we get to this last song, uh, we're going to pause for the Covenant Life Church uh, commercial thing that uh, Mr. Chris made. I have to say thing because thing is uh, scientific terminology for uh-huh. the commercial. Now, uh, but, but yeah, just listen to this commercial. We'll be right back with uh, more of Liberty Joy. Hey guys, I got a question. Do you love it when your house or your office or your car smells like it's a fresh autumn daisy or a nice little cherry smell or new car smell or something that that just knocks your breath away and say, wow, this is awesome. You know, uh, I have the right person for you. I'm Johnny Tacos, and I want to tell you about Sweet Smells by Amanda. Sweet Smells is an authorized Scentsy dealer. They deal with items such as their warmers. You know, uh, what it is, it's a wax um, square. comes in a little package full of, uh, like, I believe 12. And you put them in the, in the warmer, and and it uses the heat from a light bulb instead of actual uh fire hazards such as you know uh, a, a lidded candle um also what since has and i didn't know about this is that since he has since buddies which they are like little animals that have different smells in them and it's good for uh sleep time for the children or you know when you want to put something on the bed and you can lay down and you can smell it uh, right by you. I actually have a baby Yoda one um, that smells so good. And I had it for like a year or something. Uh, My wife gave it to me and it just smells so awesome. Um, Also you have uh, bathroom air fresheners, you know, when you don't want people to know when you go, Uh, laundry soap, which is another thing I did not know that since he does, they have laundry soap that um, it goes a long way with like maybe one or two small pumps. So um, you, your clothes will be cleaner and uh, more cost effective. So 
uh, if you have like you know dogs or children that just come around and play in the unforgiving Texas sun for God knows how long, and when they come in, they smell a little ripe, or maybe they played in the landfill uh, that time. Um, you want something to battle that, and the, the good person, the good people at Sweet Smells by Amanda are eager eager to help you relieve you of the odors with awesome smells you can visit her on facebook under sweet smells by amanda She has one more song to uh, play for us before we head out of this uh, mystic church basement that we live in. So uh, what's the name of this song? It's called What a Savior. All right. And um, how did that come up, come along? Uh, through my love relationship with the Lord mm. and like realizing that he's the rock that I stand upon and... Um, no matter what I do, no matter where I go, like, it's just Jesus. It's just Holy Spirit. It's just the Father. And, um, yeah, just really, it's a song of adoration for the King of Kings. As I walk this rocky road, you never said it easy For as long as I know you, Lord You will never forsake me When the valley consumes all light, Lord You show me the way In your presence darkness flees And your loving arms up remain What a Savior I served I'm unworthy to wash his feet Holy Spirit, listen to your words Let me uplift every life that you breathe when I stumble, when I fall, I will crack but never break Because I know the rock on which I stand is the one who saves When the oceans consume me, everything inside of me You set your son to set me free For my sake, God, you let him bleed, oh what is it your eyes serve? I'm unworthy to stand in your midst. Oh, what a wonderful counselor. There's no 
forgotten about it until today <laughs> the, <laughs> the lord just kind of had me stumble across it and yeah i remembered it and i was like oh wow that's a really powerful song you know what um thank i want to thank you personally for having this awesome gift that you you get and you're you're playing with your heart you know you're not messing with your head i, I see how you you you're just very finesse with your guitar and your and your voice is just is is more powerful than when you than when you speak and when you sing it's more powerful because I feel like you're you're actually uh, you know feeling the Lord's presence and you just want to uh, shout out that joyful noise right is that what yeah yeah so you know um, I want to thank my guest Liberty Joy uh, this was an honor. Uh, to meet you again because I met you yes. earlier. Um, you know, do you have um, you have more music? That, are you writing constantly writing still? I am always writing. I have like over five hundred songs I've written, maybe more. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. oh yeah, yeah. There's a quick one too. She is also 
the stealer of songs that Josh oh has said. Oh my gosh, yep. here we go. <laughs> just, just, hey, let's just jam on some song. Turns into a whole new unique thing, records it, and then, you know. Yeah. It's okay, I gave like he'll but. he'll put lyrics in front of me that he's written and then he'll start randomly playing like chords or whatever and then I'll just start singing his lyrics and then once I like run out of his lyrics the Holy Spirit will just download new stuff to me and I'll just start like singing So you <laughs> upgrade it. You upgrade it. That's, right, that's, yes. That's, that's yes. Yes. Upgrade. Just go for another 5 minutes. Yes. Upgraded for um I guess Holy Spirit of... <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. activate. Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for being on the show. I've been trying to get you on the show thank before you, you so moved to, to back to Arkansas it's with the fam. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's such a sad, sad because we won't be able to hear you up here close anytime soon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if I sweet talk her later on down in months, maybe she'll do an open mic here. He's been trying every single day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. I uh, won't be gone forever, but. But I do see a huge, huge future for you. And that, that last song, I, I was envisioning like string orchestra mm -hmm. towards the chorus. And and when the bridge was like light and then you hear it like that, and then I, then I envisioned like a huge drums and the like towards the the third uh, bridge to to really excited so yeah. i see so much great things that god has given you and god's not done with you yet um is there anything is there anything you want to tell the listeners you know people that are lost people that are that are feeling how how you felt at a younger age which you still are young you're making me so jealous <laughs> so jealous <laughs> But uh, is there any words of wisdom? And then we'll ask Josh if he has some. He's got plenty of words. He's thinking about Absolutely. it right now. Yeah, he's always quiet. He's got tons of words. <laughs> he's got but, them stored. Um, yeah. I just want to tell anybody, like, if you feel like you're lonely or if you feel like you're not sane and you feel like God is angry at you, he's not. Like, he is a loving father, and his arms are always wide open for you, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done. God is not done with you yet, and he loves you so tenderly, no matter what. And even if you are struggling through those things, like, and you've, you say that you've, you've promised God that you're going to stop, um, but you just haven't been able to. I just want to encourage you that there are freedom from those chains because I am a living testimony. I was a porn addict for seven years and Jesus set me free. And if he could set me free, he can set you too. So he can set you free too. <laughs> he can set you too. <laughs> he can set you yeah. too. Uh, on so, what? So just encouraging you guys that no matter what you're going through, like, Perfect love casts out all fear. So draw Amen. near to the Lord because no matter how far away you feel from him, he is always right there. And all you have to do is turn your face and just recognize him. <laughs> you know, you know, that is uh, the, the most wisdom kind of words that I've heard a young person of today's youth. You know, um, we live in a world where people are selfies. They they want to take selfies. It's it's I definitely all about take themselves. selfies though. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a metaphoric yes. selfie. It's where everything revolves around them. Mm. Them. And, and and if there's any situation that they can't understand or comprehend or even want to go by, that that right there is 
evil. That that is not for them because it doesn't revolve around them. And that's what we live in. But to actually you being at your age and able to just give your heart to Jesus and able to share and be kind to people and reach out to people and just minister, it, it shows so much that the youth is not lost. Thank you. And that we need more of you around, you know, uh, well, you know, if they invent cloning, maybe. <laughs> Is it but okay if I share one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say I lost it. I bet I lost it. <laughs> Give me a uh, <laughs> I was over here waiting for the wisdom of the elders. No, no, it, it's from <laughs> Holy Spirit. I feel like I'm supposed to say it. Um, Jesus, bring it back. Uh, I lost it. It's all Josh's oh, fault. Man. Everything that goes wrong today's show is all Josh's fault. I mean, hey, the lyrics almost just got destroyed because I wasn't paying attention. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, truthfully, um, people who, if you. Uh, I remembered. Okay. <laughs> all right. Every time I talk, sorry. she remembers. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just look away. I just want to tell you guys, be honest with the Lord about what you're really feeling in your heart because he doesn't need a perfect, pretty little picture that you paint for him. He wants you in your brokenness so he can be the one to heal you because Jesus is our perfecter. We don't have to be perfect before the Lord. He's not asking for your works. He's not asking for your words. All he wants is your heart. And so when you're honest with him and how you're really feeling, like that's where the healing comes from. So I just encourage you, be honest with the Lord because he's not going to judge you. He loves you where you're at, but he loves you enough to not leave you there. Amen, amen. And there was, if you, do you know Corn, the band Corn? I've heard of Corn. Uh, the guitarist, um, he, uh, Brian Welch, he, he was a huge addiction, drugs, um, uh, sexual, everything was down he he gave it all up for jesus and he said you know what there is so much that i have to testify to that i have to go for repentance that uh i can't i don't feel like i can tell humans but god knows and i'm honest with my god and that's that's where i need to be with as long as i'm i'm honest with my god uh, all my transgressions in the back are, are dead because that's the, that, that is the person that died. That was the one who died when I was reborn. So that's what, uh, I wanted to, I, I it was kind of the same of what you were thinking, what you were saying. And, um, I guess cause God moves through us all and we're all agreeing yeah. to this because, and I just want to let the followers know that you, if you are going through vices if you're going through addictions if you're going through uh, dark times in your life just remember it's just a season yeah it's not always the only thing the only person the only real always is god because god will always be there for you through your thick and your thin uh when even if your family your friends are, n are not around to help you to to hold you to to be there for you you can always count on Jesus Christ because he has been there from your birth and he'll be there to your death. Uh, I just want to just reiterate that and just let people know that you are not alone. You have Christ with you and Christ loves you. And with Christ loving you, I love you. 
you know, Liberty loves you. I Even love Josh you. loves you. This is true. And, you know, we, we're, we're all in this together. We're all building the kingdom together without, uh, without the body of Christ with missing pieces. It, it would not be the kingdom. And that's why I'm calling out to all the youth to, to go to Bible, go, uh, go to Bible, go to the Bible. Uh, yeah, go, uh, go to church and ask questions because you're supposed to question each spirit. You're supposed to test them, test each spirit. And, and you'll, you know what, you'll get a better relationship in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, we're, we're getting off of here. Um, to all the new listeners who happen to stumble upon thinking this is a food network, uh, <laughs> recipe show and Johnny tacos and Josh tacos. We're, we're going to teach you how to make Mediterranean fish taco salad. Uh, you came to the wrong place. Uh, that is. First, you got to start with some adobo first. That, that's that's where the secret is. Uh, yeah, you have to. You need a spiritual taco. The father's the shell. <laughs> the, <sun is laughs> the meat and the Holy Spirit's the know. lettuce. <laughs> and that is in taco of uh, 3-2. Taco 3-2, the book of taco. Anyways, I just want to uh, just let you know that um, the edification you get today from jesus christ through the testament of my guest and my constant babbling i just want to let you know that you are welcome here you didn't come here by mistake there was something here that god needed you to know and i am so happy and honored to present it to you uh to all the diehard listeners you know who you are because i have a specific set of skills facebook instagram all those good social media devices uh, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, without y'all, I would be talking to myself to a wall, and that would give ammunition to my wife to put me away for good in Gotham. So, but uh, with y'all, y'all are the sour cream on this Taco Supreme, and I just want to go out with a prayer. Uh, Lord, please bless Liberty on her journey back to Arkansas. Um, make her go... Um, let her go there refreshed and ready to open up more ventures into her music. Um, please keep her music about you and about uh, your love and bringing it to the masses, bringing the loss back to the, to the flock. Lord, I want to bless Josh for being here. Um, may he uh, be happy and healthy and, you know, just, just want to minister your name through through every venture out there, uh, Lord. Please uh, bless the 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 people out there that are lost, your children that are lost, the ones who 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 scream out to you because it's it's scary. It's scary to be here alone. It's scary to to not to not feel your love. Without your love. It's it's just total darkness. Lord, just reach out and grab them and hold them in your arms and just tell them, hey, I'm, I'm here. I know you've been through bad. I know you've been hurt. I know you got that cancer diagnosis. I know that you're, you're in a wheelchair. I know, I know all about you. And I want you to know I have not left your side. My hand is on your shoulder. As you go through this, just know that when the kingdom 
is ready for you. You will be accepted with open arms. And this, Lord, I pray for for the new shows to come up to be more of an amplify, amplifier to you, Lord, that, that you can speak out and, and bring people back because this, this, this city, this state, this world needs you more and more each day. The enemy is trying to win, but we already know that you won the fight. And with this, Lord, I pray, amen. All right, guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time on the Johnny Tacos Origin Stories. Have a great night. Or, no, I don't like that. Don't have yourself a good day. No good, sir. Good mom. Have yourself a great day. I'm out.